We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, the game. I mean, we were we use this word so much, that triggered. And, and, and whenever you're triggered, haven't we been sort of taught that that's probably like a you problem? So, like, if you're triggered by losing to the Lakers, Dibs, I don't know. Do we need to put you on the couch? No, I'm Do we good. need to figure this out? No, Are you sure? You, there's nothing to figure out. I already told you what it's about. There's no need to spend $180 an hour on therapy when I told you what it's all about. It's about my childhood. And by the way, I've been able to pinpoint almost each and every one of my personal issues, and it's because of things that happened when I was a kid. That's always Without stuff a doubt. that ha- That's for everybody. That's not... I, I, that, so that's, why would anybody go to therapy? Just take a step back, well, because look you at need your to, childhood, but, and get over it. Right, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, some childhoods are therapy they're, over. They're different. They're, now, they're different not, than others. I did not endure well, the level need... of trauma that some children endure. Well, somebody and I always can look has at, it worse. Yes, I can look at the things that I endured being the youngest of four kids in a very small household with three very aggressive and active older siblings, and I understand why I am the way I am in many ways. So, well, that's the process. That's therapy. You need to and attach the process it to of a Laker Warrior game when yeah. the Lakers beat the Warriors. I understand what it's about and i understand why i hate sports hate i hate the lakers so do i it's easy for me to pinpoint and when you lose that game on sunday to the lakers and i didn't think mark like you did where oh they're gonna lose this game i did yeah i did step back uh vet men is playing five in a row lakers don't have lebron that's a game that you should win Mm. bunch of choke artists Mm. were they favored yesterday I mean, if you're going to use five. the word shit, like five. The, the Warriors were favored? Oh, my gosh. I wish I would have known. Really? That's a terrible line. That's a terrible line. That shows, I, and I get, like, it's just a line, right? So it's going out to the whole world. Line? That's a lack of understanding about where those two teams were coming in to this basketball game. Some of the little idiosyncrasies of it. The Warriors on the road, entering back into the fray, uh, a one. That's like uh, that, there's uh, that's always a thing. It's 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 not that it's a bad thing. You want Steph Curry back on the floor, but the first game back, you knew Steph. You could see it in the first half. He's got to find his flow. He's searching a little bit. Other people, it trickles down. They've got to go back to their old role. Jordan, go sit down. We don't want you in the game yet. All, all of that plus a very like. Activated, motivated Laker team that even you without almost LeBron, use the word. No, they're they're look, they're way better after the deadline. 
How many times? Are you I, now awake on no, the Lakers? No, you still sleeping? No, they can't win out of the nine or ten. Seed. They can't win. They can't win. Thank you, Adrian. I love when you go, Adrian. Yeah, from Rocky. they can't win. But but um, look, how many different ways do I need to say Russell Westbrook's not good at basketball? How many ways do I need to say that? Whatever How team do you he's say on, it without saying it, at least what, one more. Whatever team he's on loses the majority of their games, and whatever team been, he leaves starts, starts playing winning. Better. Yeah. It's just like it's lit. How A to B do we need? They can't to be lose. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I mean, look. What I was happy with, and this is going to sound like those old moral victory conversations. Here he comes, Captain Positive. 888-957-9570. Did this one bother you yesterday? Yes. Like, when they fell down by 20 in the first quarter. Oh, God. You're like, oh, here we go again. Of crap. Right. Here we go again. Right. And uh, I immediately was like, look, they're not going to rally back from this one and win. I was surprised enough, pleased enough. That by halftime, they did. They erased it. They erased it. And they were right there. What were they, down by a point, I think, at halftime? And it was a tie game with five minutes to go. And Steph and then Clay and then Dante on consecutive possessions had the three-point shots with two minutes to go that would have put the game in their favor, and they all missed. I'm going to freak out about that. That like I'm not freaking just, out. No, it just I, pissed me off. Well, and that's fine. That's that's fine. And I'm not triggered get, by it. I'm I, angered well, by you it. You said triggered. That was your word earlier on the changeover. Well, it's more just a, it's an angering thing. It angers me that you lose to the Lakers. Okay, it, it just sure. reminds me. Sure, sure, sure. It reminds me of where you are, quite frankly, in the Western Conference pecking order. Because if you're a team making a late season push, and if you're for real, and we can look at Phoenix and how good they've looked since Kevin. Durant Durant came back, and uh, you know I'm I'm openly concerned about this Warriors team and their chance to really be a viable playoff contender. See, and 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 that's the point that I don't understand. I really don't. It we make large sweeping opinions out of each game. Can you do that? Yeah, it's called being a fan. No, but you got to fan differently than I do. No, but why would you ignore it? it it's as if you, okay, six game stretch, and I happen to know this for a fact. I was off. You and Kyle sat in here and said, let's look at the next six games till they get to LA on Sunday, March 5th. We hope. That they go three and three. Not three and three was what we expected. They, Four and two was the hope. And they went five and one. Great. And you just said on radio the next morning, I've got concerns. How can you be concerned? You can't beat the Lakers. They went for. Of course you can. One and three this year against Great. the Lakers. So what does that mean about like the Lakers? That it means if you play them in the play-in game we're, we're, again, you're going, in trouble. They're not going to be there. Uh, they might be. They're, 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 I don't think the Warriors are going to be in the playing game. Do you? They might be. I mean, it's on the table. So the Warriors have 11 more road games. And if you extrapolate mm-hmm. how they've done through 31 games into those 11 games, they're probably going to go 3-8 and eight on those 11 road games. So now you're... You're 37 and 39 with the remaining games at home. 
I, I mean, faulty you, premise, but okay. I think it's based on what you've done this year. I don't right. think it's faulty well, when you I, look at I think how they performed on the road. Right, but looking back at the beginning of this year and their road performance and adding that into now, I think is faulty. Like you I think even, if you look at what games they still have on the road, they're hard. Based on the fact that you've been terrible, you've been almost the worst in the association on the road. You've got Memphis twice on the road. One of those games, Ja presumably will play. You got a trip to Denver, which is a house of horrors for you. You've got a difficult slate still left on the road. Yeah, they're all difficult. It's the NBA. When you're seven and, and twenty-four, yes. Yeah, yeah. But again, seven and twenty-four. Like even when you watch, and I guess that's why I'm going to take the old potentially moral victory stance out of yesterday. When I watch, it, it's not really yesterday. It's collective over the last few weeks. When I watch the Warriors on the road now, that I do not recognize that team versus the road team from earlier this year. Earlier this year, they could not function. They literally could not function on the road. They're in these basketball games now. I think they've got to clean some stuff up. I was the one last week that was saying, look, don't get too excited with his win streak until you see them effectively do some things on the road. But I'm not going to whittle that down to one game. Look, if they lose both of the other games this week, you'll hear a very different tone from me. I don't expect that to be the case. I kind of expect them to win both of them. Wow, okay. I really do. I definitely expect them to win tomorrow night. I want to wait and see what's going on in Memphis on Thursday, but that is a game that gets the Warriors' attention. I just I, here's another thing I think the Lakers it bothers us and doesn't bother them. That's not their rival. They don't care. They, they, Memphis they, is their rival, right? So if you want emotional Warriors to show up, you'll get that on Thursday. You didn't get it yesterday, right? You got Steph Curry back, yeah. and Steph played well for the most part, coming back. And, you know, other than that, I think the Jordan Poole question is one we can certainly address because there is a bigger issue to me than just Jordan Poole playing poorly at L.A. He shot every shot but one from three-point range. This is not the same Jordan Poole that we've seen over the period where Steph Curry's been out. He's been aggressive. He's been attacking the basket. He's been using his unbelievable quickness to use that as an advantage. Now, is the threat of Anthony Davis near the rim so great that Jordan Poole felt like he couldn't shoot anything inside the three-point arc? Or is it a case where he's feeling some kind of way about being back on the bench? The Lakers do have length. They have length, and the Warriors obviously are a short team. And so they fall into this trap sometimes. We've watched it even on the homestand. It's a trap. Why, yeah. Why do they not play four good quarters in a row? Well, because they just don't. They're, they're not a rim-attacking team. And they fell into the trap yesterday with Anthony Davis and Jared Vanderbilt waiting for them underneath the hoop. They decided to start firing threes and only threes. And it was still almost good enough. It was almost good enough, but but it wasn't. I think that this will click in. As you continue in the month of March, combined with hopefully Wiggins returning, who is their best rim-attacking wing player, I, I, I think this will click in and they will become a more well-balanced basketball team. We're watching it. It's, they're already, like, even in the losing game, 113 points for the Lakers. You know what we haven't seen in a while? Warriors giving up a buck 20. Right. We haven't seen right. it in a while, which is fantastic. I just that's what I'm looking at. You're not going to win all these basketball games, of course, especially win, this right? year where everybody's 500 for the, the most the part. Brand of basketball is so much better of late, and yesterday it it fell right into what I expected yesterday to look like. 
So, you know, again, get to tomorrow night. That's a team that's leaking oil. If you don't win that game tomorrow night, then you've got bigger problems. Absolutely leaking oil. And a team, though, that is probably getting to a level of desperation, Oklahoma City. They're seeing their chance of a play-in scenario starting to slip away a little bit. And, you know, I, I can't help but look at the Warriors' road record and say that game is anything but a guarantee because you've been so bad on the road. And they were bad early. You're right. They opened up that 0-5 stretch, and they couldn't really do anything right. Then they were bad on the road in the middle of the year, and then they've been bad subsequent to that. So I, I don't know if you can look at any stretch on the road, a real long stretch, and say, yeah, the Warriors are back. And the Warriors have been a great road team in the playoffs. I just haven't seen anything resembling that this year from this team away from home. By the way, they are uh, 17th in the association in first quarter scoring differential. Yeah, they've got two super annoying habits. Really, really annoying habits. First quarter, first well, somnambulance. Fall, falling down by 15 or 20 seemingly every game right mm-hmm. now. And um, they don't win games that aren't played at Chase Center. Those are very, very annoying habits that are going to need to stop. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think they will. I, they, like, I feel so much better about this team right now than, than you did at the All-Star break. Obviously. Agree with you. Hey, and hey. Uh, one big reason why, Mark, they are now 22nd in the league in points per game allowed. They're slowly ticking up toward the middle of the pack. They're only giving up 117.1 a game now, and that's built on the backs of these last six games since the break where they've started to play real solid defense. Even yesterday, you played pretty well defensively by modern NBA standards. Um, Okay, I want to set the table for today. First of all, good morning, Twitch and YouTube. Thank you for being with us, as always. 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line. These are all the ways you can get in touch. And a special hello to those of you who are listening on the Odyssey app right now. Mm -hmm. Those of you listening on the Odyssey app. And those of you who aren't, you might want to get over there. Check this out. Who wants to win a couple of tickets to see the Warriors take on the Spurs? Ooh. That's a win. <laughs> I was going to say. On, it's win day. It's Wimbanyama day is what it is. Yeah, they're hoping. Warriors are going to help Wimbanyama go to the San Antonio Spurs March 31st. If you want to be at that game at Chase Center, all you got to do is download the Odyssey app or listen on 957thegame.com. The longer you listen the more chances you have to win. That's crazy. Yes, like building up uh, raffle tickets or something, right? The more money you spend on the raffle tickets, the more tickets you got in the hat, the more chances you got to win. So it's not just download the app and be on the app, but the longer you spend on the app, more chances you have to win. This is how it works. You'll get one entry for every hour you listen, and every hour you listen is another chance to win, up to eight entries per day so download that odyssey app right now there is no reason to wait why are you waiting tickets are courtesy of the warriors and as always go to warriors.com for your tickets now and that by the way just schedule wise is a beautiful time to be at chase center they play tuesday at home against new orleans two days off and then san antonio comes to town so you probably won't be victimized by a load management situation. They've got two days off before that game, and it's a Friday night, 
And I know that it's you know it's a game that you could probably win with your G League team because San Antonio wants to lose, but second to last game at home, that feels like a great time to be at Chase. And, and even though it feels like a game you could just flick and win, like they're probably going to need it. I mean, that's the and other you're going to be in ramp up mode, right? right? Well, that's boy, don't we, you know what? I think we should ramp the show up right now. Uh, and there are a couple ways to do that. One of them. I don't know. This is a controversial opinion. Hold on. I, let me let me bring up my phone screener and opinion. see if I know where you're going. Uh, one oh, of them, yeah, one of them is to welcome BPA oh, onto the okay, show. Babe. Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, BPA. What, Love you, babe. What are you doing? I'm driving into the office uh-huh. and uh, listening to listening to you guys having some coffee. And uh, you know, you guys do great work. Um, uh, you guys are so do you, Brian. Great star. On the radio airwaves today, and I, I just want to say thanks. Well, I appreciate uh, that. Flattery man. will get you everywhere, yeah. Brian. Yeah, now here comes the rip job. Watch this. Here we go. Let's, <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear. <laughs> Not a rip job. No no opinions. I just come with facts. I'm a data-driven guy. And I was looking this morning, and I noticed the Warriors actually have a, a higher winning percentage when Steph Curry doesn't play versus when he does play. Okay. Um, I think that's the first time. Hold on. No. I'm, I got. You know. I just laughed. All I did was laugh. You can't get mad at me for that, Brian. I didn't interrupt. Okay. I just I laughed. Let's not, let's, not, uh, let's not auto get into our auto shutdown mode, okay? And so, I think so, you know, we, you could pick that apart a number of different ways and say, oh, you know, they're, they're plus minus with him on the court versus not on the court or whatever. But this is the first time since Steph is a warrior that they're not a demonstrably better team when he's on the court versus when he's off the court. Um, and that, to me, is pretty concerning. I don't think it's a moral victory to be the, to lose by eight points to a Laker team that doesn't have two of their three, a bad Laker team that doesn't have two of their three best players. I don't, you know, I don't think that's a moral victory. I don't think they indicate there's some re- sudden road surgeons out of nowhere. They just haven't been good, really, on the road, and they've been a mediocre team all year with Steph, with Wiggins, without Steph, without Wiggins. It just is what it is. I don't know, you know. Well, Maybe but I, so Brian, Brian, you've got it. You've got a point or a data-driven point, as you would say, in a very small sample. But it was funny. Well, it's a that, big sample, but no, it's but just hilariously close. Twenty and nineteen with. 14 and 12 without. Yeah, so, yes, not- Mark, you need to acknowledge my brother BPA. He had the facts right. Okay, but that Take is still. Take that for data. That's a small sample when yeah, you look at the, the larger <laughs> point of Steph Curry. Did you see this stat that they put up? They put this exact stat up on the board yesterday during the game. Were you watching? No, I had a did lot of Tim see, Roy in my life yesterday. Did you see the data historically in the Steph Curry era? Wow. Uh, game show music, please. Let's go. Come on. In the Steph Curry era. I'm not concerned with the era. Do you know the splits? Give me a win percentage with oh, Steph geez. Curry on the floor. Plus or minus 5%. I'll, I'll, I'll be very loose here. But for his career? Win percentage when he's on the court versus the Warriors win percentage when he's not. Well, this when- is so dramatically skewed by the 15 and 50 year where <laughs> he didn't play. So, you know, I would say they're probably 65% with and about uh, 40% without. Okay. You're actually, uh, you're, you're, you're low and you're high. They win 70. You're the first time so I've been told high. That. 74% of the time when he plays, they win basketball games. And when he doesn't? 38. 
Yeah, so I was close with You're the close. 40. You're close. Yeah. 70. 74% of the time when he plays, they win the basketball game. When he doesn't, they win 38% of the time. Right. And there's it's just also, such a hilariously nuanced number. Yeah, but, but but you love Brian's that's based on only one year. He, I give you this something is the that's year based that on matters. 11. Why? Because I, this is the year we're playing. Well, but the, And I'm not agreeing with Brian because you. if they wanted there's to buy this, him out, they could buy a, him out, and I wonder if anyone would pick him up in the buyout market. There's this crazy phrase called common sense that tells you I can look at those numbers and... Uh, just extrapolate anything I want. I can remove context, and, and yeah, you just did. How's what with you, the with the career numbers? So they go all those years with Kevin Durant. Steph Curry played, and that's wonderful. It's so funny that you like when Brian says it in one year, and no, it I think also it's hilarious when totally Brian says removes it. context. And then when I respond with, "Oh well, if you if you want to remove context." Then let me tell you about the whole career. No, I think they're both fraudulent. Like, Thank you. I'm not defending Brian. I'm laughing at Brian's use of data because both numbers are accurate. Why do we do that? We do this every time a star leaves. We did this to Memphis last year. Why do we do this? They're better without Does job. Anybody really like? Please eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. I'd like every listener, every listener in the Bay Area right now. App, YouTube, radio. Get to the app. You can be sitting out there holding up spoons and forks by the bay, however you're listening. <laughs> Tinfoil hat. Line up the lines right now if your point is NBA teams are better without their stars. Let me call. I want everyone on the lines right now, and I would love to listen to every one of you make your point. Go ahead. I will say this, Mark, and triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. So much worse when they got Kevin Durant. Can we look at it from this standpoint? I don't think that the Warriors are better without Steph. I think that's nonsensical, but what is Jordan Poole like when Steph is back and Jordan Poole has to be a bench player? That's so if we want to look question. at that at that little portion of it, not that Steph Curry is playing time blocking Jordan Poole, but why is Jordan Poole significantly less uh, effective when he has to come off the bench? I think he struggles with the freedom of his game, right? You have to do a lot more in less time. And therefore, I think mentally you start to press, um, and you're 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 not asked to do the same role. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just it's. It, I think it's a complete. I think playing time wise, he gets about the same amount of minutes. Right, but you're not asked to do the same thing in those minutes. In other words, right. like when when you're Jordan Poole and there's no Steph, you can go out there and really the ball is yours. And, and I know Clay is going to end up potentially scoring more, but this whole thing is yours to create. You become the artist. Here's the paintbrush. Here's the canvas. When Steph is back, you got to go back and forth. Like, okay, you're the artist. Okay, stop. Now go stand in the corner for a few minutes. Okay, now you're back out here and you're one of the artists, but you're not the artist. He struggles. He struggles to figure out where he fits in. When Steph is out there in ways that are not true when he's not. I and think that, I wonder that's clear, why right? I wonder why that is. Why does he struggle? Because if I'm coaching Jordan Poole, I want him to be the exact same player off the bench or as a starter. You want him to be that same player. Do be you? Absolutely. But, it, but you're not you're actually literally not asking him to to fill the same role. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not the one. Right. 
Steph's the one. But even when Steph is out and you have Clay, you're not the one. You should be the two. I want you to go out there and play your game no matter what. I know, but there, there's an NBA pecking order. That's different. Like if you're a two and you're a one, those are those are two. Those are two different things. Like, for instance, remember a few weeks ago when I was out and you came over to this chair? Yeah. And you had all these papers in your hand. Yeah, all the right? raids. You were asked to do that. But but today, I'm asked to tell you that it's sponsored by Fremont Thank Bank, you. full service banking, no compromise. Which hurts because it's my bank. We're not, at, But we're not asking you to do that. I know you can do that. Right. You're fully capable of doing that. We can let dibs cook. I might actually start doing that because in, in light of Jordan Poole, I might just start Fremont banking you into submission. <laughs> you probably do have more money to invest than Full I do. Full serve on. I mean, I had to pay, day, just had, had to pay the mortgage, so <laughs> mortgage is on the phone. All right. Um, Jason Timpf, who, in fact, I think last time he was on was on a day you were, you were off. Uh, he's fantastic. Oh. And I'll has, be the judge of that. Is he the, is he the volume? Is that where he is? Yeah. He, oh man, he's really he's really good. And uh, everybody enjoyed the hell out of it when he was on last time. So he's coming on in an hour. Plenty of time for your phone calls uh, throughout on the Warriors, on John ja Morant, uh, the Suns with Kevin Durant, and we got all kinds of quarterback stuff to pass along, including developing news this morning with regard to Brock Purdy, which we will share with you next on Willard and Dibs. Sadiq Bay.